just realized you're you're way back and I'm way forward, and that's how I set the camera. Oh well, fuck. Oh, uh, sorry. No, I think it's fine. It's fine. I was almost even thinking, because in your office, it worked well to have the uh, desk like this. Mm-hmm. But something in my head really hates this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I there's a lot of things I don't have answers to. I just hate or love, and that's why I have no friends. But for some reason. The other way doesn't work either because then we're yeah, fucking too far, eight feet too far apart. apart but, yeah. And then we can't sit next to each other because that's the right. awkward. That would be weird. We're a fake in love couple. Yeah. Which is a thing that should probably just be eliminated. Sitting next to romantic or not, two people at a restaurant, bar. Yeah. A bar, if you're at the actual bar, it's acceptable. And slightly less awkward, but still sometimes awkward. But if you're at a restaurant. Yeah. And you're on the same side. Uh-huh. It's fucking weird. Stop doing that. I think that's weird. Uh, there is a um, there is a mostly sports-based podcast here in Sacramento uh, with a couple of um, you know sports announcer personalities that they've been doing the same show for a while. Yeah, like like several years, and they do a live version of it, and they do it with one camera. And they are uh, ma- male and female, and not in not relationship oriented at all. Oh, but they yeah, yeah. sit just like really, literally right next to each other. Like, like I've never sat that close to you. Are you trying not to name them on purpose? <laughs> oh no, we can name because them. because I want to get them on the show eventually. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just I don't. I'm what I'm trying not to do is dri- I'm tired and I could drift negative and I don't really want to drift sure. negative, but I just think it's an awkward look. So what I was going to defend them, I'll play devil's advocate, is that I don't know. I've never really been in radio that I can think of. We've done like random little TV-ish feeling things. They're like been on the set of real yeah. shoots with Reebok or you or whatever where things are slightly, or even like Bart. Bart gets a lot of, because he's been around Hollywood, so he knows call sheets and how things are set up. Right, right, So right. when you shoot like a real thing with Bart and JK, it's like going to a shoot. It, it yeah. feels that way. Um, I haven't done radio though per se. Because even like hanging out with Stone Cold at his house, he was like his own independent setup and yeah. then he ships it off. But I assume and I don't know that maybe they sit that way at their radio gig because that was their first gig, I think, right? I think they were radio and then announcers and now podcasts and announcers. I'm just trying to <laughs> brainstorm as maybe that's what they're used to doing. Radio people don't sit close together at all. Then maybe they don't even have to off. be in the same room. They're often Then not. I have no idea. Maybe they're just fucking awkward. And maybe the I, first question we ask them when they come on the show is, "Why are you fucking awkward?" I think that the, I mean, uh, the answer to the question is that they they do the video with a with a webcam, yeah. or at least they did, and so it's only so wide, sure. and they're trying to get they have a um, a logo banner behind them, which would be probably, you know that'd be a thing if we were doing it right now. Yeah, and you're trying to get it all right. I trying get to get it all. I get that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it and just, then it's hard to have a conversation too when you're looking to your side. Yeah, That's why I said it's you look you're side eyeing all the time. Yeah, even at a bar, I'm half turning and throwing my leg on the next seat. Right, and this has nothing to do with like homophobia or nothing, but like I, you leave a gap seat in between also because that's where my foot's going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because people, you know, growing up would always say stupid things like, "Why well, you sit next to a dude or some shit." I don't know. 
That's just the chip. That's the era I grew up in. Yeah. <laughs> that was the era just probably till recently for some people. That's still, the history of humankind. That's the history of humankind. Yeah. You know, the the seat that you leave in the in the movie theater. If it's a, yes. if, the weird thing about that yeah. is that uh if it's a stranger, you obviously leave a space. Right. But now uh, not that not that we can actually go to movie. Theater. Well, no, some, of, some of them are no, reopening they're, right they're now. They're opening right now. But uh, now we're used to going to uh, places that have reservations, and you have an assigned seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're going to have somebody right next to you. But they're are, usually are you, lounge chairs. Are you right now though? I don't think so now. No. But theoretically, sure. W- work with me here. Yeah. Uh, uh, until until mid March. Okay. <laughs> so that what you do, I have the answer to all this because I'm very anxious and antisocial, is I go to movies at 11 o'clock in the morning by but myself. Nobody there. Nobody's going to be there. Yeah, I... T- I t- On I a t- Tuesday. I'll go, I'll go to the late show. I'll yeah, t- Just exactly, exactly the opposite. But if you that. do a Monday to Thursday... Yeah. Non-summer. Yeah. Chances are you'll be okay. Yeah. And then I got a secret movie theater. I might have even talked about it on here. I yeah, have a secret have. movie yeah. theater. I know, I know, I know where, where it is now. Yeah, it's not a secret. But the world doesn't. That's all that matters. See, the one that I go to is almost a secret one anyway. So we're usually... Even the uh, the one downtown, I've, I've never really been to it when it's packed. It's I think we saw, packed. we saw like Captain Marvel or something pre-COVID. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, whoever the hell it is. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel is also a person, but not a movie yet. Yeah, that'd be correct. Yeah. yeah, Captain Marvel, who's a guy and a girl, um, right? Lady Hulk is coming too. No, I don't know about that. Okay, but here's the <laughs> thing: T- TV, not oh oh uh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, and it's uh, I don't know, man. Tatiana Maslany, who is fucking amazing. We'll get a look if you up. haven't if you have never watched uh, Orphan Black. Nope, it's a just amazing oh, show. Tatiana. So good. Tatiana, what? Mulsani, I think. M U L S. Oh, yeah, there it is. She was just in that. Uh, I don't know if I know her. She was just in that uh, Perry Mason on HBO. They say she's a comedian. That'd be weird. It says comedian actress. Hell, she is funny. Oh, no, I'm stupid. Okay. It says Canadian actress. Okay. <laughs> that I believe. That's hard for those audio folks. Is we're in a dark room, we're in the, our gym. We're in, we're in our gym and it's echoing like a muv. Really, I can't hear it too bad. I can hear it. And then Jim has the lights perfect on us, but the lights in the building are down. And so when I look up, these fancy boy lights are in my eyes. Check us out on YouTube, Fifty Percent Facts, if you want to see our beautiful faces when we talk. And my hands move a lot, so that they're hitting my eyes. So then when I went to look at my phone, the older you get, I assume your pupils adjust slower. Because I feel that. I'll be blinded for like <laughs> 10 minutes after I turn the light off. I don't know. Maybe that's a, I don't know. Maybe that's a personal variation. I don't really I believe in eye doctors either, so. Oh, no. I, 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 I had to give in. Actually, you know, as a kid, I had glasses and I hated them. They always hurt. I have a giant head and my ears are, are, are yeah. strangely placed. And so yeah. it was difficult to get them adjusted in, in a way that, that worked. Um, it's just because I have like a lot of astigmatism. In my uh, right eye, yeah, I think, whatever. So it doesn't really focus where it's supposed it's to all the a, time. It's not a stigmatism. It's no, a it's stigmatism. A stigmatism. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that for a long time. <laughs> and then as I've gotten older, you know, you get more and more farsighted as sure. you get older. Uh, yeah, I think my eyes are okay. I've never had like. I mean, I can't read the sign. 
Which one? R R sign. The, the exit sign? No, no, that I for sure can read. R R sign. Our, oh, um, oh, on the window. The makeshift sign. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I can obviously see what it says because it's ours and I know what it is, but I can't like see the letters. They're blurry. We are not uh, obviously open uh, yet. Uh, we are working toward that. Uh, we could be open if we actually had all the equipment that we have ordered. There's some things in life that I got to teach you kids. <laughs> There's going to be obstacles. And for some reason, uh, all of them have come to visit us. We, yeah, we can't avoid them at this point. But yeah. what I think we've done a good job, Jim leading the way here, is that uh, the work that we can do, you do. Because someone else, something else, whatever that might be, is going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. And that's how all business goes. And everyone's like, Tony robbins top tips, Gary V stuff is like, it's going to take longer than you think. And that yeah. is a generally a good tip because... Whenever you think like, oh, I'm going to open here and that, and I just need three weeks to get my website up or something, it will probably take longer than you want, depending on how complex the mission or business is. Ours is actually quite complex, even though, again, I was like, you're just open a gym. Like, we are, but we're also like revamping, renovating a building in the process of COVID where supply chains are really slow with the equipment we need and many facets like li- lifting equipment for sure but and trades people are crazy busy because yeah. everyone uh, like the building construction didn't really slow down here right so everything's a slight delay but we find things to do that have to get done but you do them when you can get them done because someone else is going to slow you down mm-hmm. don't allow yourself to make your process longer than it needs to be mm-hmm. the process will do that on its own you have to be on time with everything you do because some motherfucker's going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. We got our equipment order in as soon as we got the lease, as soon as we knew the square footage. Mm-hmm. And it's slow because equipment sold out worldwide. Everyone wants to get jacked all of a sudden. And the, the, onto that, I know you bastards bought all the equipment is not using it. They're not using it. They're not using it. You're not using it. We have a fat community, people begging in our DMs to open. But we have no plates. Yeah. <laughs> we have one set of bumper plates so far. Two what? Uh, like 275? Not even. 48, 25, 10. Oh. We, 195. Well, we don't have a bar. So. 205. Yeah. We don't have a bar. So Yeah. I got my We're, first workout in yesterday, a little shoulder bicep day. We have, um, we have dumbbells from five pounds to 100 pounds in yeah. two and a half uh, pound increments. That's yeah. been nice. Um, 250 pound stacks of cables. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, I mean, everything's nice. It's looking lovely. We've got oh, one, two, three, six, three, four, six racks. Six racks. Five half racks and a full rack. Four stations to pull or do weightlifting. Three more on the way. We got a lot of shit on the way, but plates and barbells are kind of what you need. Because honestly, if we had plates and barbells, uh, and see again, we need to build some platforms. Yeah. But rubber. Horse stall mats. I don't know what is that one. I can find some reasons in my head why equipment sold out. Maybe the, the the metal chain or the, you know, the locks and the barbells and the, you know, the supply chain. I don't know who the hell's buying all the horse stall. Are there random more horses than normal? There's no horse stall mats. No idea. There might be more, yeah, horses being born. 
COVID babies? I don't. Maybe gyms are building stuff outside that they're using mats for. Oh, maybe that they don't want to take their their current mats. Maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't no drive code. by. I should. Or I did drive by some of our commercial gyms trying to go outside, um, but I didn't look at their flooring. You might be right. Maybe the big chains are buying that shit up. It, it can't all be. Um, it can't all be home gyms. I mean, maybe no. it is, but I don't think it can I don't be. Think so either. We're also in a part of town. Um, where there aren't that many garages, so there can't be that many home gyms. Definitely not down here. Um, which know. is why people people in the neighborhood are coming to say, when are you going to open? Yeah. Yeah. And, and California just opened their, 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 their stuff, what, four or five days ago? Gyms, movie theaters. Well, this nails. county did. A yeah. few counties did. I heard a couple others, though. I was just talking on the phone uh, my buddy, Matthew, and uh, he said a lot of San Diego is starting to move that way. And again, uh, people have been doing the shit illegally the whole time. And yeah. I'm not the one to say that all laws are right, because they're clearly not, if you look at history. Just because it's law doesn't mean it's right. But I am also the kid that would nearly cry when he got in trouble in school because I hated being breaking yeah. the rules. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel you on that point. I don't, I don't know why. Either. So uh, we are in front of... Um, what are we going to call this thing? I was going to call it the barn wall. I think the iron wall. Or the iron Is wall. Is it iron, though? No. Yeah, no. that's the issue. <laughs> What's the... It's steel. but Steel wall's okay. Uh, I feel like iron bar- wall. The barn bell wall. Yeah, it could be the barn. You the call barn. it the barn. Call it the barn. Yeah, we, we have a, uh, a a giant wall. It is, what, 12 feet high by 30-something? Yeah, 35-ish. Uh, that is the wall to the uh, the restrooms. And it is now covered with uh, reclaimed, salvaged... 100-year-old-ish. 120-year-old um, uh, corrugated metal. That has been uh, rusted by time and not by uh, us. Not not by chemical processes and, and done at the last minute. Authentico. Yeah, it's super authentic. Um, it is. Uh, it is of the area. It is. Um, it is organic in a weird in the weirdest way that metal can be organic. It's organic. Yeah, Northern California barn. Yeah, from the yeah. 1900s. I think. Uh, so this is our only wall in the entire building that's uh, drywall. The rest of the right. thing, uh, we're building the podcast room, which is a steel like tent, and we're building our own <laughs> shit out of that. The rest of it is uh, cinder block, very yeah. old building. But this wall, in interior design, whether you're doing like a larger room or a family room or something, typically you'll do some kind of an accent wall where you might splash some color or you have what whatever it might be, typically color. Um, we side note that will end up where I was going is that we, this is one of the first things I've ever had in my head. Um, vision, branding, look that like kind of came to fruition all the way. Cause that's real hard. Cause again, there's speed bumps in the way mm-hmm. and we had speed bumps. We just like elongated our process because of COVID and because not, and could, because everything was taking so long that we didn't like end up cutting a corner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, cause like the barbells took an extra three weeks and to get the rusted metal would have taken us an extra three weeks. So we're like, all right, let's do it. Rather than like other projects I've been a part of one, maybe laziness two, maybe lack of importance or whatever. You would just say like, all right, we'll just buy new metal. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It, we could have had fine. a shiny steel right. wall up which, here, which I don't think would have hit this as hard a month ago. 
Right. Or, or three months ago, if we really pulled the trigger, yeah. wanted to. But that doesn't hit the vision I had, and I think we had. I don't know. I don't want to speak for Jim's brain. But of, of what the look and feel would be. Whereas, and, and in some other companies I've worked with or I own, some of those details just aren't as important. They're not as like, whether it's a service company or, or whatever it is, it's not always like story based or like vibe based or us based. Mm-hmm. It's not like our heart. Like mm-hmm. I put a lot of me into everything I do, but the aesthetic to me of me coaching you isn't as important. Right, because yeah. what's important there is I'm putting my heart into caring about your lifts, caring about mm. my programming, caring about your nutrition, caring about how you're feeling going up to your meat. Right, like my my attention goes somewhere else. But at this point, all we have is the building. Obviously, we're working on the apparel, we're working on our memberships, but we don't have like humans in here. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have to put any of my fuel to the humans yet. We could put all of our fuel into just what this thing looks like. Yeah, and so it's more of a complete job attention to detail, theme, art direction mm-hmm. than I've ever done, which is highly, I've told you multiple times when, in our meetings, like just highly driven by <laughs> Disneyland, really. And I know that sounds so stupid because like there's memes of why do adults go to Disney World or right. that type of adult that likes Disney. Well, that's fucking me. That's fucking me. Yeah. I wear baggy clothes. I deadlift 700 pounds and I love Disney World. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get I get the Disney thing because it's it's like a perfect realization of all the things that it's trying to trying to evoke. Right. You know, it's like I don't just like super Mickey, perfect. I don't like Mickey Mouse and I'm not watching Cinderella. That's not why I like Disney. I think that's where the, the difference between the meme and me goes. The meme is like the girls that still just like want to be Snow White. Yeah. They're like too obsessed with Disney presences. Yeah. I love Star Wars and it just happens that now we're part of the fucking Disney clan. But <laughs> besides that or marvel right but besides that it's more so yeah how well tied everything is they mm-hmm. don't they, they didn't drop the ball anywhere yeah like you could probably go to some of their i heard their employees are super well trained too you probably go to some there's probably books and manifestos of like mickey mouse's favorite meal mm-hmm. even though he's probably never ate in a in a cartoon you know what i mean like i love that for mm-hmm. some reason and you you uh what you guys will see soon on the website jim did a similar thing with our our logo our mascot not our logo our mascot mm-hmm. and like w- why B- because that's going to help us in in a shirt that i design uh, three years from now i'm going to go back to that and say oh jim said this oh yeah our, our, our bear wouldn't be on that uh, he would rock this or he would look like this or he wouldn't go there right why why was he here he wouldn't be w- whatever yeah. and, and those details i think matter when you're trying to represent a story which then relates to humans which then builds a community yeah yeah no, that's true. Yeah, it just literally just gave the thing a backstory. And, and I mean, there's reality of how it's created, but it also, the backstory describes how, what it evokes. What right. It, for me. Right. For me personally. No, me too. I love um, it. But yeah, so. Well, that's what you do. And then, and then, and then you, you want to call it tribalism or finding your people or speaking your truth or whatever these cliche terms are. But that's what you do. You tell your story and do things how you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you, those people relate. Or right. if they don't, they don't. They go elsewhere. Yeah. That's totally fine. And that's how I think real business is made. I was even talking to some friends who came uh, by and, and helped us a little bit and we're hanging out and they're like, oh, why, like, why don't you do, design this or what about this kind of shirt? I was like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to make the clothes I want to wear. 
I want to make the clothes that I like and I want to wear. And then maybe not, I don't even know how many people are in the world. Eight billion? Nine billion? Maybe nine billion people won't. That's a good question. Yeah. (laughs) Won't like my clothes. Yeah. And maybe it's only 10,000, but those 10,000 are going to like the clothes that I like because we like the same shit. Right. Or they have this similar story to me or they have a similar whatever, Mm -hmm. aesthetic. Um, Rather than, oh, I saw, you know, there's these pants that this guy did. I'm going to do these pants. Eh, Fuck that that guy's pants. (laughs) I'm going to make my pants. Well, I think that um, I, I hope it's not too much of a luxury for it to work that way. And we'll know. We'll know when when yeah. when we start selling stuff. Yeah, but and it's not like I'm making fucking space boots. No, no, yeah, no we're no. not going but, crazy. But um, you know, in a in a perfect world of design, your personal taste is what what drives everything you do. I and hope it, so. And it vibes with enough people that they're that they buy it. Right. Um, the other approach is to constantly be trying to, you know, price the market in terms of what they're what their taste is and try to meet them all the time. Right. And then you meet them with quality, you meet them with design and you meet them with price. Right. And now you're just running a business though. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. And like, they, I'm not a, I, I am a businessman, but I, I never want to be a businessman. Like I want to be a creator. Right. Like I want to create shit, whether it's a gym, whether it's clothing, whether it's friendships, whether it's relationships, whether it's community, whether it's content, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a punching numbers guy. Like, I'll make this shirt because I can make it a dollar cheaper than Jim makes it, and then I'm going to win this battle. Like, right. I don't like all that. Like, obviously, we have to play some of that yeah. numbers game, but that's not why I want to create a shirt where some people do. They literally just create a shirt company because they know search engine optimization, and they can price it better. Excuse me. They can be our marketing consultants. Yeah, yeah. They can help me, but that's not <laughs> that's not going to be the core of where it's we go. Not exactly what we're, what we're shooting for. But... Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it'd be lovely to be, you know, 30 feet that direction and that have this, this studio be finished. But we're not. Soon. It, soon, but we're not there yet. Um, uh, we, I think we've probably touched on it before, but um, it was a rat's nest back there. Yeah, it was, it was a little Literally, nice. literally. Yeah, I mean, I hate to play up too much about how terrible it was, but think we really, I mean, we've we've conquered the problem here. The whole building uh, was a mess, really, <clears throat> to be honest. And our landlord's been lovely, and no no disrespect to him or anything, but this place was a fucking shit show. The rafters hadn't been cleaned. I was literally up there yesterday cleaning rafters by hand because it was just... There's still, yeah. You couldn't decorate as well for Halloween... <laughs> with cobwebs with fake ones yeah as yeah, it was up there yeah yeah I believe we could have left it and people would have thought we were ho- it, spoopy we were early Halloween yeah they thought we would have been spoopy themed it was that bad um, yeah the floor obviously full of oil there hasn't yeah. been an oil shop here in 60 years yeah and then the back yeah same mess I mean there's just cracks and crevices I mean Jim and I basically spent maybe about three days just fixing cracks yeah whether it be caulking or Jim made some like metal contraptions to block things and foam and whatever, and then we got to insulate, do the floor. But then we're kind of talking. Then it's kind of the decoration point, and that'll that'll chip away. Hopefully, we get the gym part open before that or, or similar-ish timing. That's the other thing too. Is so uh, not to rant on what I already ranted on, but like so much is out of your hands in life. Yeah, and we can get deeper if you folks would like to go deeper. It, you know, so much is out of your hands. You got in a fight yeah. with your spouse or your wifey poo or your mom. Just tell them you love them regardless. They, they, all this stuff is like that. I, I have a headache every night, but it's all. It, I start to kind of like, all right, well, did, did I, is there something more I could have done? Or is there something else I need to do? 
And if there's not, you kind of just got to lay your head down. Yeah. And if there is, you probably should have just done it. It's that simple. If you're going to be a business owner, if you're going to be any kind of creator, entrepreneurish person, you just kind of have to, there's no looking around. You got the mirror, mm. there's you, and even gym. Like, I've never once gone to gym like, yeah, man, could you, you know, I do it. You just do it. You just fucking do it. Well, uh, l- lately, especially, we have um, been borrowing a phrase from uh, someone I've read for a while who, I mean, he's a he's a writer. He's not like, he's not an author. I would call him a writer. Um, Shea Serrano. And every once in a while on Twitter, you'll see him say, you know, in an encouraging way, get a W today. Yeah. And so that's kind of what, that's especially in the last few weeks when it's turned into such a slog, you know, waiting for people and like things being more complicated than we thought they were going to be or yeah. whatever. It's like, just get some kind of W today. Get win on one point, regardless of how small it is, because you need that to keep yourself going. Yeah, or find some really. momentum. You got to like yeah. create your momentum in a way. And so right. if you... Just sit back and like, dang, this is dirty, or dang, this barbell in here, and you just sit, you just sit, you just sit. Momentum will never come. Yeah. Now you're relying on a freight truck to show up to build your momentum, See, or you just go fucking do it, you know? Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to throw too much shade on, on one of the vendors that we uh, um, purchase things from, but I will say this. It was a giant surprise to us Yeah. for uh, uh, some equipment, for a truck to come in a couple of days earlier than expected with six hour notice yeah yeah six eight hours notice whatever um but uh essentially it's a giant truck and there's no no lift gate to get things out there's no there's no forklift there's no way to get stuff out and we literally just had to put up a bat signal for everybody that we that we know who could get away and come and help us essentially do a you know a, a a bucket brigade to get yeah. stuff out of the called fire line fireman line fireman i always say bucket brigade because you're just like you know it's when you're pouring yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's called a fireman line okay uh, i might be wrong i don't know i think you I, possibly you made that up i don't know <laughs> we're checking this one <laughs> i can't always be wrong i don't know fireman 50 percent uh, facts folks line fireman line dance I paid uh, to watch that. I typed in fireman line. Guess the very first thing that popped up? What? Bucket brigade. Bucket brigade. Yeah. <laughs> that means I have to be somewhere. Yeah, right? you're, right? you're in the. You're in the That's crazy. The you're in the I've never heard zone. bucket brigade. I understood it, but I've never heard it. <sighs> Call a team of. It could be that I'm old. Anyway, I feel uh, like I'm an old soul. B- bucket brigade uh, yeah. to get everything in, and then um, um, literally building the stuff has not been that 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 difficult no it's just big boy legos yeah it's just a big boy legos i mean it's not easy a rector set a a lot of at least so i guess in the terms of not hitting hiccups it's easy yeah in the terms of like effort yeah it's medium yeah because that's all but at this point i'm not judging anything by effort because everything's been a lot (laughs) you know especially these last three weeks I, i i think you and i have been pulling 10 hour days yeah, pretty right, much, right. Yeah. And so, like, effort, eh, that's kind of a given to me. It's like, how many fucking hiccups? That's when I'm like, this was hard. <laughs> like, you know, when you hit fucking 20 speed bumps and you got to do three Home Depot runs in between. Yeah. That shit's pissing uh, me off. I, but. Yeah, I, I'm getting tired of using my credit card. I think yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> Digital money. I, it's not even real. Yeah, like, God, I'm getting tired of going to, to home improvement stores. I really don't like them to begin with. I don't like shopping to begin with. I know some people love like 
grocery stores. Some people love like Lowe's and Home Depot. So I hate all of that. I like gas stations for some reason. Yeah. Because I feel like they always find the newest snacks. I kind of like to see what's new energy drink or new protein bar or something. But yeah. I hate, I've always hated Home Depots. I've always hated Targets. I've always hated grocery stores. I've, I hate all that. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Um, so yeah, there was that. And then as we sit here now, we may or may not be getting a refrigerator at any moment because it's, yeah. it's been a good month since I, since I ordered this sucker. And I emailed the other day and said, Hey, can I get an update on this order? And what I got was, excuse me, literally a link to a logistics company website that's supposed to be, you know, like freight yeah. logistics and, and a number. And it said, uh, Label created. I think we're all of us who have ever anticipated any kind of package have seen label created a number of times, and then um, and then that that was it. It was like it was. It's it's still today. This is the this is Tuesday the sixth, and it said that estimated delivery delivery October fifth, yeah. which was yesterday. So I was here all day. You know, um, right. we're, we're obviously not open yet. When we're open, there'll be somebody here from sure. You know, six a.m. to ten p.m. Whatever. But uh, not not yet, and so it means getting here early, and uh, not that there's any lack of things to, things to do. Yeah, we but, fiddle, but you just don't know. Yeah. And we, we're sitting here recording a podcast, and we can have a, a truck pull up in the parking lot any moment with anything. Yeah, because I don't. Know. Yeah, I have a bunch of labels created. <laughs> <laughs> I labels galore. With yeah, answers. And yeah. you guys might, like Jim said, we're not meaning to sound negative. We're just telling you some speed bumps. I, I'd actually say. I'm a negative ass human to begin with, and I don't like to let that out to the world. And you can call me fake if you'd like. I like to say I'm putting my best foot forward, and I just eat most of that. But um, my general morale, despite wanting to be open and clothing launched last week, my general morale is still like a nice seven and a half, eight out of ten. Yeah, I don't know about yours, but I'm I'm generally pumping. Like, uh, otherwise, uh, if my morale was dead, it would be really hard to do the ten hour days. I'm I'm not spending, uh, you know, all of every sleepless night that I have in abject terror. So yeah. that's yeah. So that's that's a positive. Yeah. Um, I I'm I'm pretty confident that that um this is all going to come together. That's I was more confident when we first started, but the way that you actually start anything is by ignoring the the potential for negative. Yeah, you got to do a one, two, three jump. Yeah. You, you, like even if you acknowledge that they exist, you have to ignore them to a certain extent because it, it's like every, like if you read every and took to heart every negative Yelp review for any restaurant that you ever wanted to go to, you would never eat out. Right. Because somebody is going to yuck your yum. Yeah. And about like the starting, I don't know if I believe, because it's too like overdone like get out of your comfort zone to grow you're not growing like bitch maybe i don't want to grow like what does grow mean to you Mm. like getting uncomfortable doesn't mean grow and if you're talking about actual physical change in terms of strength yeah you got to go add some stimulus that's maybe a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for you to gain muscle or gain Mm -hmm. strength sure but in life i just don't know if that's the case because there's tons of people that do spontaneous shit that they probably don't like and go nowhere mentally or physically (laughs) you know what i mean well it it, it isn't guaranteed that's right but that's damn sure but that's what everyone's telling everyone to do like oh you hate heights go jump out of a plane the the growth will be eh, i don't know about all that but i do agree with jim that probably Whatever task you're trying to do, and if you're trying to do it on a larger scale, not just like, oh, I want to 
pick up golf on the weekends or mm-hmm. kind of play tennis. But if you're trying to really accomplish something, it's probably because you have a real passion for it, hopefully. And then, and then, yeah, there's probably going to be some fear there. Every human's kind of afraid, afraid of failures. Every human's kind of afraid of loss, kind of afraid of sucking, afraid of judgment, uh, mm-hmm. self-consciousness, whatever, based on you or your work. So I wouldn't say that it's necessary. I think that's the issue is here. Is people say like the uncomfort is necessary to then grow. But what I would say is it's kind of a result or, or, or part of the process mm-hmm. that if you care about something greatly and you want to do it well for yourself or others, there will be uncomfort in there. But don't just go chase uncomfort. I don't like snakes. I'm not just going to get a pet snake to grow my mental fortitude. <laughs> like that. J- <laughs> but that's how fuckers talk. <coughs> yeah. That's yeah. how fucking people talk. Yeah. And I don't like, like now you're just getting a bunch of people with arachnophobia, you know, <coughs> playing with black widows and jumping out of planes when you don't like, when you have vertigo rather than like, what do I care about? Right. And why, and where do I go with this care? And is there uncomfort on that road? Likely. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know why people, and, and maybe it's because I don't listen to these people's full podcasts and I don't listen to shit or watch anybody's stuff. And so maybe I just see their tweets or their little clips and they talk that way and they explain it better. But uh, I don't think so. I think they just throw these cliche things and then call yourself a philosopher and move on. I, I don't like the, and never like the expression, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because see, if you get comfortable being uncomfortable, then you're comfortable. Well, and, and, and I'm working so hard so I can be comfortable in three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, yeah, doing this, like, okay, so there are people who are, they're serial entrepreneurs and, or they yeah. or they're startup specialists or whatever. And so they go through this shit over and right. over again because they they get off on it in some right. way. Right. That's what fulfills they, them. They find it fulfilling right. and sure. rewarding and all that stuff. And, and I do in some ways. And and yeah, there is something very exciting about the beginning of something. But the sort of the the late middle and early end of the beginning is yeah. always a lot of work. Yeah. It's always really, really hard. Um, I, I think it's more that you're developing your tolerance for being um, temporarily extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> and not really becoming comfortable with that. It's like, like I, I guess maybe this is this is a Star Wars thought. If you watch the th- four, five, and six all back to back, yeah, you can see that they're just one situation and, and another that they have to face, and they're like increasingly unlikely to succeed and it becomes a joke like it's it's funny if you see them all together i don't think i don't think you really get it when you see it movie by movie if you just see the whole thing together you get uh, like a gallows humor about it yeah yeah. about about figuring out how to survive when or whatever is when a lot of comedies have taken that like what's the ben stiller one where he's trying to get married or something is it Meet the Fockers? Is that the first one? Where it's just like things... Are, I think he, so. Yeah, you're supposed to get married and things just get like, okay, like, oh, he kind of shit in the bathroom mm-hmm. and the, ba- the, ba- the, the, the flusher's broken. Oh, mm-hmm. the girlfriend's going to see his poop. And then it's like, oh, shit, he just burned her dress. And it's like, oh, shit, he just punched the dad. Like, like yeah. it's just escalating, uh, uncomfortable, and they make it cringe and, and uncomfortable on purpose right. rather than 
what you're talking about is more obstacles per se. Yeah. But there's kind of humor in both, like, oh, fuck, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then another saying I fucking hate, like, uh, follow your passion and you won't work a day in your life. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but, but, but what I do think is that work if is work is work is work. Yeah. Whether if you enjoy it, 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 it's a little, it goes down a little easier, but it also has the potential for greater disappointment. So. It, it just depends on what's driving you. Right, because if you're being driven, and me, you, and little bro Mike Sean, we're having a conversation. If what's driving you is an ego-based item that fulfills you, yeah. And I do think money can be a passion-based driver. I don't think it's always ego-based, but majority of time, for majority of people, it is. Oh, I want to buy this, so I need mm. this money, or I want to have this lifestyle, or be viewed in this class or this car, and that's why I want this money. That won't get you up at 6 a.m. to run the 10-hour days to put up tetanus wall <laughs> that cut my knee 20 times. Tetanus wall. Whereas my passion is creating something, a story, an environment, a community. And so that got me up to do 10-hour days to get the tetanus wall and cut my knee. Uh-huh. Where it is work is work is work. Where I was going was that your life and work then are one if mm-hmm. you are passion-driven. And mm-hmm. so there is no like cutoff. There's no turnoff. You find your balance, maybe. But your gas tank will always be there. Your reserve never runs out. You know? Like, in, in, if you're just in a regular job, your gas tank's going to run out, and you're just going to quit one day, or you're just going to explode, or you're going to go throw your computer off the top shelf. Yeah. Where in this world, if you chose the right path, I think you can run on empty for a real long time. Mm-hmm. And it'll either refuel itself, or you, you'll find something, or hurt, you know something will kind of get it going. And that goes back to, I think we've talked about it here too, it's just not everybody's made for it. Not everybody's made to be a boss, not everyone's made to be an entrepreneur, not everyone's made to be a businessman. Because if, cause then it goes back to where I started, is if you don't get your shit done waiting for the other people, then you, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. If you're always going to be the mm. last in line, if you're always going to be waiting for, the, well, the barbells aren't here, eh. We don't have to build the platforms. We don't even have barbells. We're we're trying to get these platforms built so then when the barbells here, we're ready because we go, can yeah. control our piece. Right. And it goes into lifting for all our old school meathead listeners is, is the same thing. You're injured. Like, oh, my knee hurts. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos and cry. Oh, my knee hurts. I'm just going to bench five times a week, mm-hmm. which is not a bad idea for a power lifter. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can find ways around that. What can, what, what's in my hands? What's, what's in my hands to... And how do I put that action plan uh, into play rather than uh, my knee hurts, powerlifting's over, i got to find a new hobby, yeah. drink a beer. Yeah. Um, boy, there was something that I was going to say. Sorry, I rambled a lot. I rambled a lot today. Oh, man, it was just right at the end there. I had it in my head and now it's gone. Um, oh, no, I, I remember when it was. A couple of times in the last week or so, I've seen people on my social media, mostly Facebook, um, say... You know, I lost my, I lost the gym I was going to. Fuck it, I'm going to open the gym. Or they yeah. say, I don't, I need to understand why it is I'm not just doing this because, it, it, I mean, it would, it would make a lot of sense for me, whatever. And what's really instructive to me is the comments. And in one particular, um, there were a lot of people who had had gyms or have gyms now, whatever, and all they had to say was negative. And it's like, yeah, like maybe. Maybe you didn't make a good choice. Yeah. Maybe maybe you didn't. Uh, maybe in six months I'm going to feel the same way. I don't think. But so. I don't think so. 
No, because you've like you haven't like owned owned, but you've ran stuff. And what I think too is that people enjoy the idea, and not the process. And again, these are cliches that I'll try to because I talk shit on these cliches. I'm going to try to explain deeper why I think they're decent. It's just how people represent these or mm-hmm. present these cliches. They suck. Um, what was a cliche I was just doing? Connor, what did Mike just say? Uh, I just said, fuck, I lost it. But uh, fuck me, dude. We were heading down cliches. We already busted the uh, <laughs> never work a day in your life yeah. if you have a passion. Oh, owning something. Yeah. I don't know. But Stand by w- while we reconstruct this thought process. Where I was generally going is that everyone in fitness says like, they're 18 to 28 and they're like, I like lifting weights. Yeah. I'm going to open a gym. I like lifting weights. I'm going to become a trainer. Yeah. I like, oh, the, the enjoying the process. Yeah. That's yeah okay. I was oh, so right, enjoying right, right. the process versus, versus being like passionate or looking at the end goal. And yeah. these are all cliches that are thrown out there. But what I mean by that, and this is what I think is actually wrong with our education system. If we want to go deeper with it is that I, I'm good at math. I'm going to go be an engineer. But you have no taste of what engineer work is Monday through Friday. And if you absolutely hate the work, that's not the right job for you, regardless if you're good mm-hmm. at math or regardless if you like building bridges. The idea of being an architect or something, if you're good with that, does, doesn't mean you like what the work is. And so if you like lifting weights because you like being jacked and you enjoy the feeling and the endorphins of squatting heavy, yeah. doesn't automatically mean that you're going to love the process of mopping floors talking to people nicely every day, mm-hmm. giving free advice every hour, uh, listening to someone bitch to you when they say their quads hurt and you're trying to teach them how to squat. Like that's the process of coaching. Now, if, mm-hmm. if the fulfillment you get is insane from getting that person from a one-plate squat and leading them to a two-plate squat and seeing the, the, how, and how much enjoyment is in their eyes and how strong and confident you've guided them to grow mm-hmm. now maybe maybe the training's worth it for you um but that's why i think probably and i don't know who were in those comments but that's probably why those guys are so negative is they loved crushing weights they're power lifters and instead of being creative and self-aware and knowing which path they should take they're just like well i'm i pull 700 i'm pretty strong guys ask me for advice i love being in the gym if i open a gym i'd be in a gym all day yeah. Like, well, that's not really what it is. No. Because as soon as you open a gym, and depending, there's obviously tons of different business models, but you're now a janitor, you're an electrician, you're an accountant, you just became a trainer, you just became a friend, and you just became a leader of a large community with some influence. If you enjoy those things, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that is the path for you. Um, I, I don't like being in a gym all day, <laughs> and I never have, uh, even despite me being like a gym rat, both in the strength and conditioning sense and in a basketball sense. I just enjoy creating. I enjoy camaraderie. I enjoy helping people, mm-hmm. and I think this is a piece missing from our community here in Sacramento, so I created it. Yeah. That's a much different path than, oh, man, I grew a YouTube channel, and people like to listen to me about deadlifts. So I'm just going to. Make some money putting a deadlift bar in here. It, it, it may very well be that, um, you know, it's the thought you put into it before you get started that 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 dictates what if you enjoy it or what you enjoy about it yeah. going forward. I mean, I can be completely wrong because I, I mean – we're happy. This is all happening in real time, folks. This is yeah. the, this is the this is the documentary that's happening while yeah. while you watch. Um, Truman Show. Truman Show. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, we, we could all be, we could be saying different things when trying not to be negative, but saying yeah. different things in different time, but we could, we could feel differently about it. But I don't know that we will, you know, I mean, there's a, I, I'm anticipating a certain measure of success. If we meet that, that's going to feel pretty good. If we exceed that, that's going to feel really good. If we do not meet that, it's going to be uncomfortable and we'll have to figure it out. We'll have to, yeah. re- but, but the thing is that like, we're going to continue to re-engineer and refocus and whatever right. to continue to make things work or to make things work better over time. And I think that maybe, I don't know, this is pure speculation, but maybe the people who are completely burnt out just don't have that anymore. I, or, or ever. And or ever. Uh, yeah. Sad, and yeah. Everyone wants to say like, you could be what you want to be. Yeah. I don't think everyone can be what they yeah. want to be. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, what I was getting earlier i think take think it takes a certain naivete to move forward in any business i agree because as much as you feel like something might be a a a hit it might not be a hit so many factors are are outside of your control but that's what i enjoy in a way is like how do i optimize this that and the other this is lagging how do we get this people here and and i always enjoyed that but when i opened my first gym at 19 i just wasn't resourceful or or like confident enough to do those but now I am, and then I'm really confident having you as a sidekick or a mutual kick. <laughs> mutual kick. What's a, du- a duo? Duo. Uh, because you can, you're more resourceful than I am, and I can come up with dumb ideas, and you can help me funnel that dumb idea into an action. Yeah. Where that's what I could do on my own, but it, I'd probably just be beating my head against a wall for a month. But I could tell you, hey, Jim. I got this idea. I think we can really get a bunch of gymnasts in here. They're really getting into squats. That's growing. What do we do? And you could find, you know, you'll funnel my brains into a way that we put that into something. Right. If we were lacking in members or with clothing, a gym, I think I just need to get our clothes into a retail space because I think they'll hit this demographic. How do we do that? And you'll help me find a thing. Like you're good at that. And I'm not good at that. I just... I'm okay at finding answers to problems. I'm not okay creating the solution and you're a solution guy. Yeah. You know, and that's where I think the duo works. And that's what I think business ownership, whether it be online or in person is. And it just happens that we're launching two big ones. So we have a <laughs> lot of, yeah, so we just have a lot of these things that we're juggling with. I mean, uh, the apparel stuff has been, you know, more your thing than my thing, but that doesn't mean that I haven't been like intimately involved with it as well. No, yeah, you're uh, passing everything through you handling cuz I don't know Shopify and all that. Again, like I know I don't hey, know it as well as I am gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I download the app and I start fucking around it's with like, it. Oh, wow. Wow. There's well, a lot going on that's there. That's the thing is there's pieces to everything and most companies probably do fail and this is like cliche again, but is because they take on investors early. They they don't have the money, the resources mm-hmm. or the team to do it. And we may fail thinking that we can handle it all by ourselves. Maybe that is our weak link and we figure that out yeah. later. But as of right now, yeah, it's just us taking, you know, and I've said this multiple times to the team and maybe on here too, but if you plan on doing these things, you have to wear multiple hats. You can't, yeah. I can't just be Mike, the clothing guy right now. Like right. I'm, I'm Mike, cobweb guy i'm like <laughs> learn how to put a barn wall up mike you know what i yeah, mean and you're not yeah. just accountant gym marketing gym you're electrician gym as of yesterday yeah and so those those are just kind of the things that have to get Fucking done woodworker gym I remember, uh, everyone loves that though i think that's probably the biggest compliment we've ever got is like because we have a bunch of really cool hopefully we'll do a video tour maybe on this channel but probably my youtube as well yeah. and you guys will see it live and pictures and you've probably seen pieces if you follow me and jim on instagram but Jim's put accents, beautiful accents everywhere that look so professional. And you can't even 
fully appreciate them unless you saw the before. So hopefully we do have, I know we have old, old pictures, yeah. but if we had like crap pictures of what they looked like. We have the like a walkthrough video from the like first February month. Or yeah. So we yeah. have stuff like that. Because then people already say like, oh yeah, like, hey, look at this windowsill. Jim made that. Or like this door framing or this door. And everyone just comes running out like, Jim, we didn't know you're so good. Like, and it does. It looks fucking professional as shit. Like it looks like it belongs here. Where the stuff I've done, I don't know if this belongs here. It turned out okay. No, I think it's really good. It turned out okay. It's really good. But it's it not works. like, man, Mike, you're the metal guy all of a sudden. But Jim <laughs> literally could probably have a career in wood. I'd have to learn so much more uh, that I don't know if I have the patience for. But I but, don't have the patience to do this again. Not the renovation <laughs> part. I can do this business stuff. I just don't. It, I could probably do the renovation stuff over and over again as long as I didn't have to do all of it. And I think part of it is is just you're talking about different hats. Like it's the administration of of all yeah. of this it's the logistics it's the marketing it, it and and it's you know, like figuring out what the offering is going to be you know what, what memberships look like all that stuff what what equipment should we have yeah what is going to hurt us if we don't have it and then there's a whole like tin can in the back room here we like, basically built a house yeah it's like what what do we like how do we how do we make this usable for us in the future and what are the limitations of this building that like probably noise is going to be a continuing issue it's, yeah. like, it's probably going to it'll get knocked down we're the the ceiling in this room right now is probably 18 feet 20 something yeah, like maybe that 20 at the peak. and so it, every once in a while we drift far enough off mic that it really echoes like a mother yeah. um but there's nothing I can do about that right well, there's now. There's a shorter roof than the other one, but it's all metal. You can hear the traffic outside. Yeah, you Highway 5, hear. for those that don't know, basically goes Seattle to Mexico. Yeah. Is right out our door. Yeah. Rocks throw. Yeah, literally. Like the, over the weekend, there was road work yeah, construction stuff going on there, and they were literally shaking the building. Yeah. I don't, I don't even, it's like they were causing little earthquakes. I don't know. Actually, this is, a, this is another thing that I've come to terms with over the last couple of weeks. Um, we are in Sacramento, California. That's the thing one. We are. This is the state capital of of California. Yeah. We are in Northern California, but not extreme Northern California. This, this is, is like what they North, call North Central California. This is what they call Northern California because the populace is here. So we're basically even if you drew a line longitudinally, latitudinally, horizontally, <laughs> from San Francisco to Tahoe. Yeah. We're basically in a line. It kind of goes, kind of, goes San Francisco, us, Tahoe. And those are bigger cities that some people know, Lake Tahoe. And so that's what they call Northern California just because San Francisco's, what, top 10 biggest cities in the world. Yeah. But, uh, but there is also five, six hours of California above us and about yeah. 10 hours of driving California below us. So, mm, probably, yeah, but to the border, seven, border. Seven, seven, border, border, probably eight. Yeah, it takes a while. Traffic. Yeah. <laughs> traffic point, point is, we are centrally located. We, 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 but we are th a good 380, 400 something miles from Los Angeles. Right. Very so long. we are not close. We're, so if you're, if you're planning, yeah. say you're planning to go on a vacation when or all this stuff calms down yeah. and you want to visit gyms, uh, realize that if you want to go to, say, Barbell Brigade yeah. uh, and... Our gym, it, it's, it's gonna, possible. It's possible, but, but it's, it's a five-hour drive. It's a or six. Yeah, freeway to freeway, they're right off of five two. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, like five six hours. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not it's not, not close. Right, and you're probably not going to to do the whole thing in one day. My suggestion is, 
a San Francisco land. I don't like San Francisco right now, but the airport's big and flights are cheap. You do a day or two in there. There's some things you can still do. I just don't love the city where it is right now. Hour and a half, no traffic. Maybe an hour, no traffic. You can get to us. About hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Excuse me. Real quick, you can get to us. Sacramento, when things are open and we're slowly getting there, our food, our coffee, uh, even just hopping on uh, one of our little, and I know COVID, grab some sanitizer, but one of our little scooters, our little bikes, we're super walkable city, beautiful trees, especially fall. It's a little warm right now, but in a couple weeks, it's gorgeous. Cruise around, grab some food, grab a brewery. And then I would also go another hour and a half east and check out Lake Tahoe, which is my favorite place on the planet, although I never go. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> well, that's how you can keep it your favorite place, by not but being there to the point that it bothers you. The cool That's true, too. The cool thing is that that is like the spectrum. When you go to San Francisco, you have NorCal vibes for sure, mm-hmm. but it's so metro, so city. Yeah, and international then, too. You're very diverse, uh, but then you go to us, and we're the perfect mix of outdoor and city. Yeah, and then you go to Tahoe, and now you have outdoor Wonderland. Yeah, right. And so it's literally a spectrum. You can kind of scratch all your itches in in five days. That's mm-hmm. the suggestion I have. But yeah, like Jim said, we're almost as close to Portland as we are San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we might be closer to Portland. Yeah, Portland will take about nine hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I've done that uh, drive too many times. But, uh, yeah, so just, just you know, to orient, people sometimes miss the fact that we're in, in, in Sacramento. And California's and, real fucking and big. And California's big. And, and so um, I, like, if if you want to, if this is a, a, a vacation destination, please come and see us. We will have um, reasonable day passes available for everyone. And we might even be around. It's possible likely it's possible and then uh i don't know if we announce now we announce now so let's do it now i don't know how much we promised you but we promised ourselves to promise you uh early drops all the time for the podcast crew so any 50 percent facts and hopefully you like this episode i know we rambled a little negative little this is our hundredth episode too by the way but we should have had beers we cheated but uh, in terms of because we had to do some some um some what what did I call them? Um, remix, uh, remix is good. Re- remix is good. Yeah, uh, because yeah, so, encore. And we've been uh, podcast sadly has taken a little bit of a backseat. All our content has posted on Instagram once in the last fucking year uh, because our hands are a little dirty. But this is coming back full force. What our format is is still up for discussion. How many episodes a week? Still up for discussion for sure. We'll try to get you guys one once the studio's set up. We might be inclined to pop off. Uh, we might be inclined to keep the 50% format. We might be inclined to go more casual like this. I personally would love to have more in-person guests. COVID's slowing us, yeah. but we'll have a studio set up for that, which will be a lot of fun. Um, but what we promised is early access uh, since you guys have supported us day one. I mean, I'm more active on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that, or even Twitch compared to this over the last eight years. But podcast Jim's invite to me to be on a podcast was my start having a voice in the industry so uh, we always want to pay homage to you guys for supporting and rolling with us for the longest too it was the first content I really created I did some stuff on Jim's YouTube and yeah. other YouTubes at the time but podcast was the first consistent uh, place so we want to give you guys a day early access for all our launches on all our clothing our accessories our apparel uh, 3sb.co we're going to try to set it up for midnight on Thursday the 8th 
I think that works. Okay. So we're going to try to set up for midnight Thursday the 8th. Wherever you live, we're doing Pacific Standard Time. That's where yeah. we live. Um, if not, whenever you wake up on the 8th, we're going to try to get the link ready to rock for you guys. So it's 3sb.co. Everything's one-off. Everything's limited. Snag it while you can. You guys in my small, lovely Twitch community are the first grabs on everything. Um, so snag that, and then it goes uh, internet public on Friday. So you get a, you get 24 hours to grab what you want. A um, couple tees couple hats, couple shorts, couple hidden accessories. Um, so check that out, 3sb.co. We're at 56 minutes in-ish. Time to go buy an Ethernet cable. Yeah, we need to run Cat6 cable from the back room where the incredibly fast Internet is up to the front where um, it, it isn't. Yeah. Uh, the Wi-Fi is pretty no, strong. It's been fine. I, yeah, it's been fine. It's been fine, but, but it can be better. Yeah. Yeah, so we got. We can always be better. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, we could, of everything that we're doing to try to cover the all the bases that we have to cover. Yeah, there's always more. Yeah, always there's more. Always and you, and you're there, there are things that you're aware of that you could be doing that you're not doing, yeah. and the things that you don't even know about yet. Right. Yeah, and you can always zone in and try to improve one area. But again, wearing a couple hats, you just kind of slowly lift the meters. Yes. Juggling balls. Alrighty. Appreciate you guys. Uh, 3sp.co, Third Street Barbell on Instagram. I'm selling Mike 2Ks, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, wherever you can find me. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. Follow the show on Instagram. We're 50% facts, where percent is word. 50 is just numbers. The website's the same. Hopefully, when my hands are not dirty every single day with working on this building that we'll get back to doing some enhancements to the website and making it a little more exciting for all y'all. So we will talk to you next week. We, we promise it's going to happen. And thanks for hundred episodes. Oof. hundred episodes, two years. Uh, year not quite, not quite two years. two yeah. over two over in a year 2. and a half. 6. Yeah. Something like that. It'll be two years in December. All right. We're out.